I'm literally racing against time to get this podcast done today because it's very hot right now in the UK and I've got this very short window of time before it becomes really unbearable. We're having a heat wave and yesterday around 11, 12 o'clock, it was just too hot to sit in this room. And so I said, today I'm going to get it done as quickly as possible, get the content out there and then I don't have to sit in this room and, and bake to death. So here we are, we're getting it done and we've got a very interesting and juicy topic for a lot of you today because I know a lot of the subscribers and the listeners of the podcast use Instagram specifically for generating customers and clients. And so we're going to dive into some marketing strategy for Instagram And this is going to be the latest update, some things that I'm doing as of this week, this month on Instagram to drive really more views, more saves, more likes, more followers. So if any of those things appeal to you, then this is definitely going to be a podcast that you want to stick around for. And I'm also going to be sharing my distribution strategy as well, where it helps me get on average of 250 to 350% more views on my content. So hundreds uh, of percent more views on my content through the simple distribution strategy that essentially anyone can copy. So I'm going to share that with you inside of this podcast too. Now, before we get into it, there's just one thing I ask, and this is completely free, by the way, for you to do, is if you're listening to this on Spotify, hit the follow button. If you're listening to this somewhere else, go give it a like and give it a follow. That just boosts the show, helps me get it in front of more people. And um, it's really what I do this for, right? To, To share a ton of value. And a lot of people who are listening to this podcast are using the material, are taking the things that they're learning and applying it to their business. And it allows me to touch more people if more people find it. So if you could hit that follow or like it, or do whatever you can just to show your support. I'd really appreciate it. Now, back in June 2021, Adam Mazzari, if that's how I'm pronouncing his name correctly, the head of Instagram said, we're no longer a a, a photo sharing platform. What he specifically said was, we're no longer just a square photo sharing app, which is essentially the same thing. And what he was saying was they were moving away from being just a image-based platform to a video-based platform. And this was back in 2021. And the big push for this was because of the rise of TikTok, okay? TikTok came on the scene a few years earlier, but in 2020, 2021, it really took off during that period of time where everyone was locked up. And Instagram likes to look at other platforms to see what they're doing and jump on trends and features and then do the same. And so from that point on, they really pushed the vertical video, reels, short form content, whatever you want to call it. And this is really where the opportunity is continued to to grow on the platform and is going to be the main focal point of what we discussed today, as well as a full strategy to go ahead and uh, take and apply. Now, I just want to say that images still do work on the platform and I am still sharing image-based content. So carousels specifically, um, and a carousel is a series of images linked together. Uh, 
So instead of just posting one image, if I'm gonna post an image, maybe it's a client win, I'm gonna build it into a carousel, which is a series of images, maybe four, five, six images, because those things still do perform well because when you create a carousel of multiple images, it holds people's attention for longer, which then increases the visibility and the reach. But equally, if you've got a carousel of images, what's gonna happen is when people are on their Instagram feeds, they're gonna see the first image maybe on their feed, and then when they log back in the next day, it'll show the next image on their feed. And so you get like multiple exposure on a single post if you use a carousel because it's got multiple images in it and it will distribute different images to different people or multiple images to multiple people on different days. Sounds a little bit complicated, but essentially carousels still work. And I am still doing that, but sparingly. And then I am sharing images in stories. So I'll typically share an image in a story in the stories feature and I'll put text typically over that story because if you put text over it, people stop or go back, they read, they spend more time on it, and as a byproduct, you get more reach. So it's not that you can't share images on the platform, those things still do work, and I would still be having that as part of the content mix, but in order to maximize views, engagements, and followers, I'm using Reels, and that's a big portion of my content creation that's going out every single week, and so my, Instagram strategy is centered around reels being the main content type and anything that I can put into a reel, which is a vertical video, I am, right? And I create three types of reels, okay? So these are the three types of reels that I create um, to hit all the right areas. The first one is traffic reels. The second one is nurture reels. And the third one is conversion reels. Now, traffic reels have mass market appeal and are designed to get the most reach, engagement, and activity, okay? So these are gonna appeal to the most amount of people, right? The nurture reels demonstrate authority, and they still have broad reach, but they don't have such big appeal as the traffic reels or the mass market appeal content. So it's still gonna get a decent amount of reach and engagement, but less than the traffic reels. And then we have conversion reels. And these typically get the least amount of engagement and the least amount of interaction because they're very specific, they're, they're audience or niche-based content, but that's the content that leads the right audience to following me and converting that audience into a client because they see, oh, I help people do that thing. Okay, so those are the three types of reels that I have in my content specifically. Now, here's the vertical video opportunity for everyone, okay? Is reels have the same dimensions and content as TikToks, Facebook reels, and YouTube shorts, okay? So if you create one reel, it can be used in multiple places to create multiple amounts of engagement more than you were gonna get if you were just gonna post it on Instagram. Okay, and then the more engagement will then help you drive either more traffic, nurture more people, or convert more people into leads, or build you a bigger audience essentially. And so my process right now is I build my vertical videos or reels, whatever you wanna call them, inside of CapCut, and then I distribute them everywhere. So I go into my Facebook, my Instagram, I go to my Facebook page, I go to my YouTube Shorts, and I spread it everywhere. 
And then what I do is I monitor the performance and I really just take note. And I've got a folder and a spreadsheet where I'm tracking everything and I compare comparable reels to see what works and what doesn't work essentially. So if I'm creating a reel purely designed to get the maximum amount of traffic and engagement and interaction, I'm gonna compare it against another one where that was the objective and see what performs better. And then I get to start painting a picture of what to do more of and what to do less of, okay? And I'm typically looking at three things. I'm looking at views, engagement, and followers, okay? And this tells me what is good and what to create again, but also what not to create. So I have an equal amount of things that don't work as well as a equal amount of things that do work. And so it's 50-50, right, of me gauging what's bad, what's good, and then from there, I can create more of what's good. And this is something that I would be looking to do, right, is not just uh, posting and not revisiting those reels. I'd be going back to them and then comparing them against other things you've done to try and see what works for you because what works for you is gonna be different to what works for someone else, another coach, another fit pro, right? So you need to find what works for you and then do more of what's working for you because then your content creation process is, is gonna be more efficient, right? You're gonna get more for that time you invest. And what I'm looking to do is build a pile of winners so that I can rinse, repeat, and recreate them, yeah? And my distribution strategy right now, like I said, is putting it on multiple platforms. And instead of just posting it on Instagram, I'm then able to get another 250 to 350% more engagement. And a lot of the time, my reels, the vertical videos, outperform the Instagram reels. So I posted two yesterday, right? So I posted one reel yesterday. And on Instagram, I think it did about without looking about 800 views, but I posted it on YouTube Shorts and it's up to 3,000 views and a lot of interaction, it got me some subscribers. So you can see that the same piece of content posted in multiple places can perform differently in multiple places and that then just gives you more opportunity to um, either get views, engagement, followers, subscribers, leads, people clicking on your links, etc. If you if you spread it. Okay, now I'm going to share with you some things that have worked for me to help me get more views, likes, saves of the reels and followers. You'll notice as well on Instagram now you'll get you'll get notifications if people follow you off the back of reels, which is really encouraging. So if you do a reel and you see like a flood of followers coming through, take note. That's obviously a good reel that you've created and I'd rinse and repeat that in the future. Now, the most important thing in my opinion is the hook. Okay, and the hook is basically what you say in the first one to three seconds of the video. Okay, this is really important because people are going to decide very quickly if they want to continue watching or not. And if they continue to watch, then your average watch time goes up. And the higher your average watch time, the more people Instagram or any vertical video platform will share that content to more people. So you ideally want to hook people in and then keep them engaged as long as possible because that's what helps your content um, go viral if you want to call it viral, okay? Now, here's, here's some contrast for you as to bad and good. If I was going to critique a hook, so if I was to do a hook that is probably not going to work, it would sound like this. 
Hey guys, it's Alex here, and I wanted to come on here and talk about how you can still have the things you enjoy in moderation if you approach it in the right way. So that's likely not going to work very well if you swapped it out and compared it against this hook and the performance. So listen, because it's going to be fast. Imagine if you could lose weight and still eat cake. See how direct that was? See the difference? The first one was very long-winded and I didn't get to the to the punchline until it was too late. Three seconds had already passed before I'd made it interesting for people to stick around versus in the second one, imagine if you could lose weight and still eat cake. In those first one to three seconds, that's way more compelling for someone to stick around and listen to the rest of the video and that's why it's called the hook, okay? And so that's, in my opinion, going to be the most important thing that dictates the success of my reels, your reels, anyone's reels. Now, it's not to say if you don't start with a hook, then it can't do really, really well, but this is going to increase the probability of it doing better. And as a whole, the better the hooks, the better the performance. But there's more. I want to share some more things with you to really help you with improving the overall watch time because... My goal with my reels is to make them, one, things that people want to watch and get value from, first and foremost, but also entertaining and interesting enough to hold people's attention because we're fighting for attention. Everyone's fighting for attention right now. There's multiple platforms, multiple creators, so many videos, so many things that people can watch. And so we have to do our best to really hold people's attention. And there's some things that do actually make a difference and things that you can add on top once you've got your hooks down. So once you've nailed your hooks, then these things are gonna keep people engaged and entertained. So, and this is all to account for those really short attention spans. And if you watch a lot of the videos of people that you've never met before or you don't know, like you don't follow them because you like them, you just happen to just see them on your feed, the only reason you're going to continue to watch their content when you don't know them is because it's entertaining or it's interesting. You will give your time to people who you already know, like, and trust, even if the content isn't doing any of this stuff because you already know and trust them and, and like them. But for strangers this stuff is really important. And if you're trying to speak to a new audience, this stuff is really important because you've got to hold their attention because they don't even know you yet. And if they don't even know you yet, they're not willing to give up their time unless you keep their attention and entertain them. So a couple of things for you to do. And you may want to like replay this and write these things down. I'm giving you like a proven framework here that, that works for me and works for our clients is try and cut out all the ums and filler words and little gaps. Takes a little bit of time, but I believe in creating both quantity and quality content. So I put it into CapCut, the desktop version, and I cut the ums and the little gaps in what I'm saying out so that it speeds up the actual um, reel itself. See how I said um there? Like that's what we want to cut out. Another thing that works really, really well is having either earphones or headphones and speaking into them for two reasons. Number one, the audio quality is gonna be better. And so if you're speaking to the camera, it's just gonna sound better. And when something sounds good, people are more likely to continue consuming it. 
but also it's scientifically proven that people pay more attention when you're actually holding a mic or something that you're speaking into. And so it just could be like a little mic. I use the DJIs and that will get people to like pay more attention to what you're saying. Then another thing, and I think this is big, I didn't used to do this and, and now I do if you go back to some of my old content and I'll look at my new content is having an interesting background or even just objects or weird things or things for people to look at in the background of your videos versus just a white wall behind you. If you've just got a white wall behind you, there's nothing interesting for people to pay attention to. And if you can have more of you in, in the video, so instead of just your head, for example, it's all of you, right? Or you're in the gym as well. That's a great one because there's a lot of things happening inside the gym. That's going to also hold people's attention and increase your, your watch time. And as a byproduct, you get more reach and visibility. Another thing is doing something else whilst talking. So for example, if you're a female coach and you're open to the idea of, of doing this, what you could do is you could be sharing advice whilst um, getting ready. So for example, maybe doing your hair and sharing advice at the same time or doing your makeup and sharing advice at the same time. And this would be great for an online coach who is targeting maybe a female market and it, it kind of recreates that get get ready with me vibe. So if, if, if you're a girl or a female, girls often like to get ready together if, if they can. And so it's kind of like that setting and it's very authentic and it's very organic. It's also quite vulnerable because obviously you're exposed with no makeup on, but there's something for people to watch and judge you on essentially. But as a byproduct, you're gonna be able to get them to watch you for longer and that's gonna get you more views, visibility. And in my opinion, it will really help you connect with your audience and um, would be a very strate strategic thing to do if you want more views, engagement and followers. Now, all these things seem quite minor, but they make a big difference when you add those things up with a great hook, okay? And then a final thing, and this is what I do, is subtitles, captions, images popping into the into the reel help, you know, because they're, again, another element for people to look at, focus on, distract them, and as a byproduct, that's gonna lead to more engagement. So essentially, the more that's happening in the video, the more people are distracted, entertained, or engaged. And as a as a rule, they're gonna watch it longer. And if they watch it longer, then that's gonna push your content much further. So all these things will get your reels, more views, more likes, more saves, more follows. So if this was something that you found useful, the only thing I ask is give it a follow, like it. If you're feeling really generous and you feel like this is benefiting you, I'd appreciate a review too, and I'll see you on the next one.